week's episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to The Show Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico, and this is episode 307. Well, I'd rather die than live in a world where I can't kick your ass. If you can't tell, Pat and Truman are not here tonight. For the first time ever in Red Bull Ram history, this show is going with a single host for an actual episode. I have to make that caveat because Pat did that whole episode one rewatch thing. Uh, the reason that Truman and Pat are not here tonight, apparently, after the vegan police was done coming after me for my egg comment a few weeks ago, uh, they got brought in. Not sure why. You know, as I told them, once you claim me, there's no do-overs. You know, it's just not how it is. So I don't know why they're getting involved, but until we welcome them back next week, it's just me flying solo. Uh, hopefully this will be a short episode, because I can't imagine everybody wanting to listen to just me for an hour. That would just be weird. Anyway, the Red Bulls went down to Dallas with a mixture, actually mostly a New York Red Bull 2 squad, and did something that we didn't even think they were going to do with their senior squad, and that was win. Uh, For their first road victory in 2019 in MLS play, uh, second multi-goal win of the year with a 3-1 win over FC Dallas. Uh, before I give my thoughts on the game, <clears throat> let's look at what you guys had to say on Twitter. Uh, let's see. So, first, we had uh, Pete Urich at Pete Urich 7. My boy Brian White scored. Yep, nice to see him on the scoreboard. Uh Diego Fernandez at T for I'm sorry that was part of another thing Adam Lane at Adam from Earth great to see Merrick get the start and wear the armband huge saves how crazy would it be to see a goalkeeper competition too crazy yeah you're probably right we'll, we'll get to that in a minute uh, the response to that was from <coughs> Tiago Fernandez at T Fernandez 113 wouldn't be off brand to have a captainship battle however hmm no, I guess it really wouldn't. Uh, Steven Santos at Creepy Taxi. What? We won with R- RB2? What the fuck? And then follows that up with a Daniel Bryant yes gif. At Casey Jones at Grateful Shed 23 says, Was a bit taken back when I saw the lineup. <coughs> Sorry, by the way. <coughs> Still dealing with the cough. I'll try to keep it to a minimum. Casey Jones said, Was a bit taken aback when I saw the lineup. Pleasantly surprised by the result. Results are medium right now, so whatever works, I guess. Keep building momentum against the other dictators higher in the standings. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, going back to the question of the goalkeeper battle, I really don't think it's going to happen. It would be kind of interesting, but I can't imagine uh, Robles getting off that spot right now anytime soon. That was clearly 
a let's rest this guy, especially because we have seven games in three days coming up. Sorry, three games in seven days coming up. So we'll see. Um, So likes, dislikes, again, since it's just me, it's going to be relatively quick. My dislike of the match is going to be the goal we gave up because we it was more of a symptom of once the Red Bulls got the lead, they seemed to change what they were doing on the field. Instead of staying high pressure, they decided that they were going to fall back and play more possession-based and counterattacking-based. And Yeah, I mean, it worked. The counterattack worked in the second half, but don't change what's working for you. It's a very simple philosophy. Uh, I mean, Armis, you're close to a year now as a head coach. You should have these kind of things figured out. But if you have something that's working, especially on the road, you keep doing it. It's a very, very simple idea. Uh, like for the game is going to be <coughs> the fact that we scored three goals because I believe this is the first time we scored more than two since the San Jose match. Um, I'd have to look that up, and I'm not really. Since it's just me, I am not going to do searches. You guys don't want to listen to me type. I know you don't. But I'm pretty sure this is the first multi goal or three plus goal game since that point. Uh, Afterthoughts, I really have no more thoughts on this game aside from maybe. Univision. Um, I was lucky enough to be at my girlfriend's house this weekend, so I was able to watch it there on Univision. However, um, I would like to say that the English announcers, please, please stop trying to be Mexican announcers in English announcer skin. I know it sounds weird to say it that way, but you do not need the elongated goal call. You do not need an elongated Gonzola call. No, don't do it. I get you want to, you know, kind of had the energy but it just feels forced it doesn't feel right please stop that's all <sighs> alright with that said uh, predictions none of us got this right uh, I had a 2-1 loss I think I don't think they even read it out in the show last week I didn't get that far into it I know Pat and Truman I don't think predicted wins so uh, Truman and I still 4 points tied first and Pat is in 3rd with 1 point as for fan predictions um I'm sorry about the last few weeks, or a few games. I think it was started with the LA game and into this one. Uh, just work has been... The, the bakery has just been crazy ever since we've been in this investigation. I've been working very long hours trying to prove that nothing's gone wrong. So I have not been able to get those um, fan predictions out, but I will be getting it out, and by the time you hear the show, it should be out available for you to, to vote. Uh, so... If you want to vote for the upcoming matches against Atlanta and Vancouver, you should definitely be able to do so. Uh, I will say, however, that right now, the predictions, we have one person that is solidly, in, well, not solidly, but they are in first place by a point. Uh, goddamn, a uh, friend of the show, <clears throat> uh, Jen Muller. So she's right now currently sitting up top of the uh, standing. Steve Toto and Jeremiah Dempster uh, tied for second with six points. Oh, I'm sorry. Steve Toto technically hit his second because he has a tiebreaker. And then uh, FCBM and Griffel Shred 23 rounding out the top five for our prediction standings. So Red Bulls, like I said, have three matches in seven days this week. It's going to be a little crazy. Uh, first up is a home match on Sunday, May 19th at 5 p.m. against Atlanta United. The first time we face them this year. Uh, they are coming in with a, a much improved 6-3-2 record. They had a 1-3-2 start to the year. 
currently sit at plus five goal difference, 20 points, third in the East. Uh, last five have all been wins, but more importantly, they have all been shutouts and they have eight goals scored. So over that five game win stretch, uh, they went from a plus, or sorry, minus three to a plus five. So a very hot Atlanta team coming in. The only advantage that the Red Bulls have is Atlanta played in Vancouver on Wednesday night. So they had to travel back to the East Coast and then travel to New York, or will have to travel to New York, where at least the Rebels have been home for a week. So there's that. Uh, Truman predicted a 2-1 loss, and Pat is going with a 1-1 draw. Uh, I am going to go a little bit with Pat on this one. I'm going to go, in my case, a 2-2 draw. And the rationale is that, you know, Yes, we played well against FC Dallas. Yes, Atlanta's on a win streak, but again, they played midweek. I think this Red Bulls team, for as much as they've looked shitty at times this year, have a tendency, it seems, to play up uh, when they need to. I don't think they're good enough to win against Atlanta right now, but I'm thinking they can at least break that uh, shutout streak that Atlanta has going. And honestly, even a 2-1 win and breaking that streak, I think, would still be a, li- like a little bit of a moral victory as much as I kind of hate the idea of it because <clears throat> they need something. They're, they're sort of languishing in the standings. They're still, <clears throat> last I checked, right below the playoff line. So, yeah, they need something to get going. I mean, I know we have most of the year. St- we still have a good portion of the year, but, you know, now we've gotten into 11 games played by the Red Bulls, and they sit ninth in the East. Uh, there's 20, 23 games. It's a long time, but don't risk it. Just get that going. So, following the Atlanta match, the Red Bulls uh, will stay at home, thankfully, and uh, host the Vancouver Whitecaps, who just happened to have lost to Atlanta, like I just mentioned. Uh, that game is Wednesday, May 22nd, 8 p.m. Eastern Time um, on MSG. I'm sorry. Atlanta's on Fox Sports 1, by the way, if I didn't mention it. Uh, Vancouver... Going into this weekend has a three, six, and three record. One, three, and one on the road. Minus four goal difference. Twelve points only good for eighth in the West. Their last five: a loss, draw, two wins, and a loss. Truman right now is calling this a one, one nothing win, and he said literally "fuck it" when he told me that in the, our little group chat. Uh, and Pat is, I guess, going a little bit bolder with a two nothing victory. Uh, I think I agree with Truman. One nothing. Um, Vancouver is going to be one of those teams that you can take advantage of, especially in a midweek game at home. But we're not really above their level at this point, so a squeaky win is not a bad result. Uh, but I think, in the scheme of things, these two games, and especially the one that we will talk about next week is going to be a barometer for the rest of the year. As much as it's compressed inside of a seven-day period, you have games against teams that you should beat, against teams that are in your same conference and you beat last year on multiple occasions. <clears throat> so this is the time you pick up points. I mean, we're talking in this stretch, we're talking Atlanta United, which, yeah, they're on a great streak, but they did struggle at the beginning of the year. Vancouver, which is middling in the in the West, and we'll talk about it next week, but FC Cincinnati, and again, they just fired their head coach like a week or two ago. So, this, as much as this week is going to suck, it 
is a perfect opportunity for the Rebels to pick up some points and move up the standings. <clears throat> uh, New York Rebels, too, uh, haven't played since the last podcast. They are... St- <clears throat> I don't think I've did the, the standings, but they're still top of the East. Uh, their next match is against at home against North Carolina FC on May 24th. So that's next week, Friday, technically after our next podcast, at 7 p.m. <clears throat> Sky Blue... Uh, has been off for the last week, I think, because United States women are playing right now. Uh, they have a 0-2-3 record to start the year, good for two points, minus four goal difference, eighth in the league, which is good because they are not dead last. Um, I didn't see who it was, but there is a team in ninth with only one point. Their last match was a 3-2 loss to the... I'm sorry, was this is what I get for not writing dates down in, my, in the agenda. They did lose 3-2 to the Washington Spirit recently. And uh, their next match is away to the Seattle Rain on May 18th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. <clears throat> so, it is time to move on to the dumping ground. I'm the trash man! Alright, so dumping ground is going to be short this week since it's just me. Uh, two things to talk about. First, uh, the Red Bulls U23 team are now out of the U.S. Open Cup. They lost their second round match to Clarkstown SC Eagles. Five three in penalty kicks. They went the distance in this one. Um, I didn't see what the actual score was, but they, so that means in open cup, it's uh, the two fifteen minute extra time periods plus penalty kicks. They played one hundred and twenty minutes of soccer before getting to the penalty kicks. Um, Bruce Arena was hired this week as the GM slash coach of the New England Revolution. So he'll be returning to MLS play. Uh, last position he held in MLS was with the LA Galaxy, and after that was the head of uh, the United States men's team after he replaced Jurgen Klinsen in that failed bid for the 2018 World Cup. Uh, the storyline seems to be this is him redeeming himself, and he's not buying into that. Uh, he's saying he is here because there's <clears throat> a work to do. All I could say is... I. If he wants to do good work, I hope Bob Kraft or whoever supplants him if he gets thrown in jail. Um, so let's Bruce Arena open up the purse strings because New England, as much as they are good at you know being a thorn in our sides, are generally not a good team in the last few years. And the league could probably benefit from having a strong uh, New England presence. So, uh, Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. You know, it's terrible. I didn't even ask him what he wants to do for Terrible Team of the Week. <clears throat> so I guess I have to do it. So let's real quickly, because I didn't think about this earlier, let's go look at the scores on MLS Soccer and pick somebody, huh? Uh, let's see. Noga Games for midweek. Um, how about we will pick Colorado. Why not? They lost 3-2 at home to... Uh, Real Salt Lake. <laughs> or actually, no, what? No, we're going to change it. We're going to go to Columbus uh, because they lost to LAFC at home, which, you know, is not a bad thing because LAFC is a really good team this year, but they got blown out 3 nothing. So, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do Columbus losing at home to LAFC. <laughs> I will say I'm disappointed in the New York City FC result only because it dampens the Red Bulls' result against the Galaxy. New York City went to win 2 nothing at LA. I feel like that kind of takes the wind out of our a little bit on that comeback win. But what can you do? Um, 
so that's pretty much it. Oh, you know what? One thing. Sorry, I just remembered this. So since I wasn't here last week, I didn't get to do this because Truman and Pat don't have the soundboard, and they probably wouldn't do it anyway. This is for the loss to Montreal. It's fucking embarrassing! Yep. Fucking embarrassing. All right. With that said, let's wrap this one up. See, I told you a short episode. Um, it's like 16 and a half minutes, and I'm not, I haven't even edited this one yet. You can follow us at patreon.com slash Rant. One buck a month is all you need to get exclusive content, such as live post-game wrap-ups if we're ever in the area, uh, <clears throat> monthly wrap-up shows about the New York Red Bulls, or anything else we decide to do randomly. Like, we had... <clears throat> We did, I think it was like an hour on the Avengers and the Marvel Universe. So, hey, go check it out. Um, RedBullRant at gmail.com if you would like to email us during the week. 973-348-5329 if you want to call us via our voicemail. Uh, Facebook.com slash RedBullRant uh, on tw- Twitter at RedBullRant for the show at Docs... This, yeah. God, I can't talk right now. At Dr. Stooge for myself, at PMACDA2 for Pat, at The Truman for Truman. You can subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, um, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. This is the part where I would say last words, but they're not here. So I will just echo what Truman would always say go out there and win. So, for myself and the absent Pat and Truman, this has been episode number 309 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls.